Welcome to Madoka Magicast, the podcast devoted to the dark magical girl anime franchise. Well, uh, Maggie, Madoka, Magica, I am your host, Amanda. I'm not going to say that part. I don't know why I wrote that. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Yasha and Vana. They are the longtime owners of the biggest revolutionary girl Utena website known as Empty Movement, and I am a big... Sailor Moon nerd who wanted them to watch Madoka Magica, so we did a podcast about it. <laughs> they were new fans of the show when we started. I think it's safe to say they're fans of the show now. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. on this podcast, we talk about what we love and don't love about the series and all of its spinoff material. And today, we're finally back after like 10 months since our last episode about different story to finally wrap up different story mm-hmm. it has been a bit of a dry spell to say the least a little bit yeah <laughs> but we're <laughs> finally back we talked about this off mic but i think we we agreed that the reason it took us so long to get off our asses and <laughs> actually address this last volume of this spinoff manga is because uh, it feel- feels like nothing really happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything that happened in- at the end of the second volume is so big and emotional explosive. Mm-hmm. And then you read the third volume and, like, it yeah. just doesn't feel as big. It really does that second volume. Yeah. Well, a couple of things happen, but they're not super... I think I've got an idea of why. I have a theory, but we'll get to it. Okay. (laughs) Just a few things. I don't know if we want to address a few things before we get into it, but like some stuff has happened in the Madoka sphere Uh uh since we recorded together. I know there was an anniversary and some pretty sick merch drop. Yeah. I mean, we've, it got covered on the show, just not with you guys. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys wanted to comment on it at all because there was like, you know, kind of another really big announcement Uh earlier this year. A big, a kind of a big thing that everybody was waiting for for 10 years. Another uh, movie. The movie. Another movie! That's what it was! That's what it was! Golly! There's, there's <laughs> gotta be some sort of, like, curb your enthusiasm background music to the whole concept of the dropping another movie. Okay, I do not know any details about this, just that, uh, just that. why? Uh, <laughs> just that another movie because is it like a follow-up to rebellion is it a remake it is apparently meant to be a follow-up to rebellion yes that makes more sense than another okay well remake. that pleases me and yeah and probably oh and yasha you could like put a beep just beep that that's okay beep! <laughs> that's okay oh, i made tweet jump up that's gonna make us happy. I don't know who else is gonna be happy about that. Cause actually, that's kind of a power move. Like, here, here's this thing everyone hated. Here's some more of it. Happy twentieth. Oh, oh, no, no. I guess this I is mean, tenth. this is tenth. Not everybody hated it. Here's <laughs> this continuation of this thing that fifty percent of you liked yeah. and fifty percent of you didn't like. We're already dug in. 
let's mm-hmm. go ahead and and <laughs> keep on going at this point. Yeah, I kind of wonder who this is going to be for. Because is it for the fifty percent that liked it, or is it going to be kind of a an attempt to salvage the opinion of the fifty percent that did not? Like, I feel like either way it goes, it's going to piss one of these halves off. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what you do after. Yeah, I really after don't. that, it's it's kind of like, and I I I always bring up Star Wars whenever we're talking about this damn show. But it is kind of like a Last Jedi situation where it's like, how do you continue on after angering mm-hmm. half of the people that were and interested, making the other half happy? Well, I mean, ideally, what they end up doing, and I this is a long shot, but ideally, what they end up doing is while still acknowledging that there is a lot of trauma in. Homura's past and all of that kind of thing. She and Madoka come to some kind of equilibrium. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That would be the easy thing to do, the easy and obvious thing. I, I don't know if people are going to be happy if that's what they do. Well, because I do think people like, expect them to do to do pain and the unexpected. Well, there's yeah, like this whole like equality <laughs> of capacity. Because, like, in the original series, there's this huge power imbalance between these two characters. One knows some things, the other one doesn't, etc., etc. Aside from that literal first iteration. You know, and that followed through into Rebellion. But at this point, you know, if if it's like God, Madoka, and Devil, Homura, they're, they're theoretically on even keel a bit. Mm. Just that it's, like, now galactic proportions and Kyubei is, you know, a chew toy. Which I do think, you That know, would be great. I would love that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a merch drive. Let's be honest. They're going to make some new outfits. We're going to get some new merch. Yes. Yes. I think we can all be confident (laughs) that that is going to happen uh, without a doubt. The the Angel Madoka and Devil Homura figures will will be revamped and awesome again. Because, I mean, that really was quite an aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm curious more to see what they attempt to do than I am excited it's getting done, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, I I would rather they stick to their guns mm-hmm. than, than do a Rise of Skywalker situation where mm-hmm. they try to backtrack on the things that people didn't like about mm-hmm. about Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't try to address criticism yeah like don't list that you can commit to this just stick to what you meant to do from the beginning like just keep going mm-hmm. um you already went in that direction just keep going in that direction like yeah. like keep don't mind, go back too, on it yeah there are a lot of different ways to reach equilibrium yeah i mean it could end up with both madoka and homura becoming completely powerless at the end it could and as long as there's some kind of parity between the two of them I think yeah. that's probably the the best way to go, whether See, it's because they're both gods funny. or because they're both mm-hmm. completely robbed of power. Yeah, I feel compelled to, and I've done this so many times that I feel like it, it should have its own, like, shitty sound effect. But I've compared this a lot to Evangelion. And in this production cycle, I think there's some parallels to draw. Like, you've gotten, like, a long enough time scale that at this point, if it's the same group of people making a movie sequel... They've had time to chew on it, and they've had time to grow around it, so I kind of wonder if it's going to be a, you know, thrice upon a time situation where they're kind of, like, revisiting their franchise as a whole, 
and the film will be more about processing that than it will be specifically about being a film that makes sense is good or compelling i would be all right with that yeah like i don't think that'd be a problem i enjoyed thrice upon a time from that point of view yeah (laughs) but (laughs) i don't know if that's what everyone wants i mostly enjoyed that movie also yeah like yeah the first 45 minutes of that movie were wonderful (laughs) This sounds familiar. (laughs) That's a mood. No, it's, but I do wonder if it's going to be kind of that sort of thing where it's more of a retrospective of the franchise as a whole. And in that case, I kind of wonder, you know, if, if, if our friend has gotten a little therapy and is in a better place, are we going to get a more wholesome end to it than we got with Rebellion, which was a very angry, you know, poop on my franchise, desk flip, you guys missed the point, losers, so I'm gonna explode it, kind of energy that I loved. (laughs) If this is more of a, like... I would not bet on that man getting therapy, ever. Probably Probably not. But I do kind of wonder, like, how it's going to go from that angle. As a cash grab, it's like, God bless, you deserve it. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like you guys already know, but Gen is on movie three. He is? Okay. Yes, yes, yeah, he is. Excellent. I don't know if you guys saw my one minute shit post when they announced movie three or not. I don't know. I don't think I did. Oh, hold on. Okay. If half an hour of the new Rebellion movie is Homer learning how to garden, I actually won't mind that. <laughs> That's good for her. Homer painting happy little trees. Yeah, <laughs> painting happy little trees. I think that will be a good uh, a growth moment for her. <laughs> learning how to knit. Gen would never allow that. I don't know. I don't know where Gen's at these days. All right, here you go. (laughs) Hopefully you can't hear it through my earphones. (laughs) This was the poster. (laughs) Oh, the poster's already like, oh shit. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. No. (laughs) Brilliant. Big same. Brilliant. <laughs> Big same. <laughs> Co-signed. Yeah. Honestly, there's also the not having Urobuchi that would also be just like grimly fascinating in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would just but... be Magia record. That's true. Like, like that's why I made that because we want. We like, want if you can't any rebellion sequel that didn't have Gen, it would just be like okay, Magia record. We already know what Madoka property without Gen in it looks like yeah or at least at least have the guy who works on the who writes the manga spinoffs do it Mm -hmm. like getting back to different story Mm -hmm. like i forget his name we've looked up no hanokage's the artist there's an actual guy there's an actual guy who who has writes the story for like all of the manga spinoffs that are drawn by by hanokage okay i just don't remember his name right now and he's good you know, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. he, he probably works with Magia Quartet to like at least have the basics down. So he probably mm-hmm. gets at least some feedback from Gen. So Gen is probably still involved in uh, to some capacity with the manga spinoffs, but like mm-hmm. he at least is competent and <laughs> and can write the yeah. characters. You know, yeah. Yep. We say right before we start tearing it apart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's a lack no. of of character of good characterization or anything. No, no. I'm no. just I'm just shitting on it because I can. Yeah, yeah. Now the different story did turn out. 
I mean, reasonably okay. It's a little thin, but I it's, think it's, still, it's all right. I think it's still fun when, because like one of the things about the Utena franchise that's nice is it's explicitly a new take on each iteration. They don't mm-hmm. try to like make continuity stuff. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I enjoyed different story because it was aha, a different story. Especially with Madoka getting a bit bumpier when it tries to draw out its premise into a larger scale. Like Rebellion, that I think that's part of why people didn't jive necessarily with both, is is the premise started to strain the characterization a bit too mm-hmm. much. So I'm glad that there's kind of like reiterations. I am also kind of curious to see a continuation explicitly to Rebellion in like the equal opposite way. But I... I don't know. I, I kind of disagree because I feel like the manga, at least this one that we've read, it definitely does not have the same bones that lead up to Rebellion. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. It 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 does not want to have a sad ending. <laughs> it didn't want to have a sad ending. Did you read the author's note at the back? Well, I guess we'll get to that. Yeah. I guess we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But. Well, but it, yeah. it, I would say it has a... The same kind of sad ending that the anime series has. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is not really also not meant to be a sad ending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's bittersweet. Yeah. But, like, you want to end it on a note that makes the story feel complete. Mm -hmm. You know? Where it it feels like the characters have come to some kind of conclusion Mm -hmm. at the end. So you need to have it... I'm looking at the last page. You mm-hmm. kind of need to have it bookended in some way. Yeah. This way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's also kind of weird how the story explains what ends up happening to Kyoko and Mommy. Yeah. By the end of this, it's very weird. This volume is very weird. Yeah. This third volume. But let's start. Let's get into let's that. Let's do it. I'm not going to lie. I've read this thing like three times now, and I'm hoping that during the course of this podcast, it makes sense to me. <laughs> So, yeah, I read it a few times, too. And and like I mentioned, the reason it took us so long to sit down and record this episode, it took me a long time to sit down and take notes about it. It took me a long time to organize my thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's because it feels like a lot of nothing happens at, yeah. at the end of this once. Because I'm sure everybody listening to this has also not visited this since we last talked about it almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. basically where we left off was Sayaka has just become a witch right well everyone remembers Sayaka mm-hmm. had her thing where she suspected that Hitomi was being targeted by a witch and she just kind of let her go without confirming that she was okay or not mm-hmm. and then it, it turned out that she was being targeted by a witch and then she had her own little self-flagellation guilt trip about it mm-hmm. how Oh God, I'm such a bad person for mm-hmm. letting for not checking on my friend and making sure that she's okay. Oh my God, I'm such a bad person. Mm-hmm. And like she wasn't, she was like dead set on not forgiving herself for mm-hmm. it, essentially. And it the whole thing turned into her turning into a witch, essentially. Like mm-hmm. just and mommy ran off to try to save her, and mommy finally confessed that. She's not a perfect magical girl and she really just wanted someone to be with her because she was lonely. And she had this big character moment of coming out and confessing this to someone. And she was trying to make a connection to Sayaka. Like, look, I'm not perfect either. It's okay. We can still be friends. 
And that ended up being the thing that made Sayaka turn into a witch. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. Oh, my 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 hero is actually just as much of a garbage person as I believe myself to be. The world oh, is meaningless. Well, guess I'm going to be a witch now. Yeah. And that's yes. very well telegraphed because, like... <laughs> Like, she says so way earlier on. She's like, if I found out that you were just a shitty person I'd be, or that wanted to hang out with a shitty person like me, I'd be disappointed in you. And it's like, uh... She actually tells her that. You're right. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh boy. Um, uh, mommy, so you were taking the wrong route there. <laughs> yeah. Other things that were going on in the story was that Madoka was like still kind of just following them around like she does in the anime, like because mm -hmm. she was worried about them. And Homura and Kyoko were doing were like doing this thing together, trying to work together, kind of like they do in the anime, because Homura knows well Pergus Noct is coming, so Homura is like kind of in the background while all this is happening. Like that's where we mm -hmm. left off at. Mm -hmm. And so we left off with mommy like in the rain, laying in the mud, <laughs> having just watched Sayaka turn into a witch, and basically also having just learned that witches are people, and like this big dramatic reveal, mm -hmm. right? And the next chapter starts off with a a long ass flashback. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a of very stuff flashback of like stuff we've already been over. Yep. You know, like a like I think a couple times by now. Yeah. Right? Like, it starts off mm -hmm. with this flashback from, with Mommy, of her, again, like, thinking about how she regrets not saving her family. Mm hmm And then we see her, like, it looks like shortly after she turned into a magical girl, like, talking to Kyubei about how she regrets not wishing to save her family. And mm -hmm. Kyubei is, you know, talking to her about that decision and saying, no, it's okay, you gotta fight wishes, you're gonna be fine, and... Mommy, and I'm trying to paraphrase here because this is like really stuff we've been over already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she she basically decides that's fine. I'll save people. And she meets other magical girls and they don't want to help her save people. And she finds Kyoko and Kyoko becomes her disciple. And uh, she was so happy that Kyoko became her d disciple. And then Kyoko leaves her and she's sad because she's alone again. Yeah. And this yep. is all stuff that we've covered. Yep. It's yeah, all stuff all that we've covered. And then we're back to the fight with Sayaka. Mm -hmm. And we see again that Sayaka's soul gem explodes into a grief seed. And we see Mommy get sucked up into uh, Sayaka's... Well, I don't know if she's getting sucked up into Sayaka's labyrinth. But we see the train tracks from yeah, Octavia's from Octavia. thing. Yeah. yeah. So Mommy's like, again, being like, oh, I'm sad because I failed another person so it's like more of the same shtick that mommy has had the whole manga and yep. then finally like this is in the bottom page 16 16 pages in we finally get to like what is actually happening yeah after <laughs> <laughs> all of that so Catch okay back up to yep. the present yep. yeah so madoka who's been wandering around in the rain looking for mommy and sayaka like finally finds her and Mommy just lies to Madoka and says, oh, it's fine. Uh, Sayaka went home because it's raining. We decided to stop hunting witches. Yeah, she just lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why don't you go home and don't worry about us and uh, everything's okay. I and mean, in Mommy's defense here, what do you say? 
in yeah. a situation like that. Of course. Yeah, she literally just had this, like, meant, like, like, this entire recap sequence is mommy needs to open up and be honest with people. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it, like, bang, next thing she does, fucking lies. Like, well, wouldn't you, though? Yes, Mommy absolutely. needs to open up and be honest with people, except, whoops, that's the thing that made Sayaka turn yep. into a witch. So, so maybe a- opening up and being honest with people wasn't the right choice after all. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably lie in that situation. Yeah, like, poor mommy. The the thing that she needed to do backfired horribly. She was basically just damned if she did and damned if she didn't. Yeah, it's too little too late. It's (laughs) way too little. (laughs) Yeah. So after that, we get a scene of Homura and Kyoko. Mm -hmm. And Homura basically catches... Kyoko up on what's going on, tells her that magical girls are witches, tells her what happens to Sayaka, and that, that that's going to happen to Mommy, and just tells her, like, you need to forget about them. Like, it's just It's done, yeah. Kyoko says, Kyoko's like, fuck that. <laughs> because Kyoko is a good girl. Yes. She still cares. Homura's like, no, because I know that Homura is not a good girl, because she will go ballistic and shoot everybody when she mm-hmm. finds out the truth. Because she remembers, yeah. And Kyoko's not willing to believe that. So she decides she's going to go find Mommy and, like, help her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is part of where this chapter starts to feel a bit like it's struggling. And part of it is because Homura feels off. Mm -hmm. And it's because in this story, Homura's behavior has to adjust to create this plot line. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it becomes moments where... Homura is acting dumb or she's not doing the thing like it's not clear what her actual goal is in this like iteration so the choices she makes don't seem they seem kind of at odds with what we are assuming her goals have been up to this point and I mean that could be like if this is like iteration 5 out of 50 you know Homura might not have it down yet and Mm -hmm. she is like still experimenting and things like that but it does feel sometimes like 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 Homer's choices here in when she discloses and how and why feel much more about the story than about Homer's plan getting hatched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, womp womp. Yeah. I get the feeling from this, including from stuff that happens later, that this is late Homer. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is like very close to the beginning of the yeah. anime Homer. Because she she kind of has the attitude of like, if this doesn't work out, I guess I'll just reset again. Yeah. Like like she like she kinda has like a oh well, if it doesn't work out kind of mm-hmm. kind of sense to some of this. So um I think that might be why mm-hmm. she isn't super um worried about whether things are actually gonna work or not. Yeah. Me, me, all <laughs> like that, the slapping that the top sense. of the car meme. This kid has so much trauma. <laughs> yep, packed so much trauma in her. Homer has so much trauma in her. Yeah, <laughs> and and if she is in a position where she like does not trust mommy, which does definitely seem to be the case mm-hmm. in like this chapter and the next one, like it makes sense that she just doesn't care what happens with mommy, and she's not really invested in what's in what's going to, going on with mommy. Mm-hmm. But you're right in the sense that, like, she is trying to get Homer to work with, or not Homer, Kyoko to work with her. So mm-hmm. why would she let Kyoko just walk yeah. off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than it just being what I said, like, 
well, I guess I'll just give it a try. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. work, I guess I'll just reset again. Which makes oh, sense well. because yeah. I think it yeah. gets kind of established over the course of like the IP at large that mommy is supposed to die early. Yeah. Like, like she's not really a character and in the Homer same way. And Homer knows that. Yeah. So this is almost like Homer is as confused <laughs> as we are that mommy's not dead. Yeah. And Ho- Homer knows that Sayaka is hopeless too. Like she yeah. knows that there's no point in really trying to save yeah. her. So like that's why she's so apathetic and trying yeah. to tell Kyoko like listen this is a waste of time. Yeah. And like yeah. Kyoko, she also kind of knows how that usually pans out. So she's kind of like, at this point, all three of you are usually dead. So desk flip <laughs> off you go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you've got one hit point left. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Just go. But it does seem a little weird. And yeah, the the whole being there when, when Saika turns and all that. Kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, well, how did she survive? Why is she still alive? Are they, like, two witches that are just hovering next to each other now? Or, you know, did the big witch eat the little witch? Like, it it leaves a lot of questions that, I mean, get explained sort of later, but I can see why it felt confusing (laughs) to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah, I had to read the wiki. I'm There's not gonna, gonna be lie. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it leads up to the sick fight we've been waiting for. Oh yes, my goodness. So yeah, it so cool so Kyoko is like, whatever. I don't care what you're saying. I'm gonna go leave. Homer's mm-hmm. like, no, don't die. It's gonna be bad. And she's like, <laughs> no, I don't care. You're so uh, pretty. Yeah, Kyoko's like, I I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna abandon mommy anymore. I'm gonna go yeah. take care of her. Yeah. Um. So she finds mommy tracking down a witch, and it looks like basically there's gonna be a showdown. Kyoko refuses to leave her alone. Mommy refuses to not hunt Sayaka, and they're gonna finally duke it out. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for chapter nine. Yeah. Chapter nine. That's all that happens. It's it's pretty actually much. pretty short. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a fart. Uh. Yeah. Ex- exposition <laughs> fart. Chapter 10 starts with Kubi and Homura in her weird sliding chalkboard house. Yes. We see Kubi and Homura. He asks if he intends to stop Kyoko and Mami, and she says no. Homura flashes back on past timelines, remembering <laughs> Mami's murder spree. Yeah, she's like, yeah, maybe we should just stay the fuck away from Mami. Yeah. Like, she's, like she's, she's thinking back on, like, all their good times, but then she can't separate it from, like, that one time. Yeah. yeah, and she does warn Kyoko <laughs> that if Kyoko goes to see Mommy right now, she's probably going to die. Yeah. And and Homer seems to be like, yeah, I guess this is just how this is going to go. Hmm. Whoever is around Mommy when Mommy has to process this whole witch thing is just going to get murked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the meantime, Mommy and Kyoko are fighting, and they're... They're fighting, and they're fighting, and they're fighting, and they're fighting. fighting, It goes on. It goes on for so long. It's really pretty. It feels very DBZ. It feels very DBZ, but it is pretty. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, oh, yeah, well, I was hiding my strength this whole time. Oh, yeah, well, I have this, like, it was just very, like, several pages of, oh, yeah, well, pew, pew, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is good. (laughs) It is a lot of pages. But it is a lot of pages. There's not much to say about that sort of thing. Yeah. Eventually, it boils down to Kyoko looking like she's going to win, because I think Mommy's arm got hurt. So 
Kyoko's like taunting her like, you ain't going to beat anybody with that arm. And why don't you stop being stupid? You know, that kind of thing. And she tells Mommy that it isn't her fault that Sayaka became a witch. And Mommy agrees and said it's Kyoko's fault. Oh. Says if Kyoko hadn't been hoarding grief seeds, there would have been enough for lots of magical girls, including Sayaka. And she's she's referring back to something that Kyubei told her of like how mm-hmm. this would have happened eventually because there's there were too many magical girls in this area. So like when there's too many magical girls, then there's not enough grief seeds for everybody. So eventually, mm-hmm. is this commentary? Eventually, on the something's got to give. Middle class. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> you're just, just you're just still squid gaming in your head i'm, I'm still squid gaming this, oh squid game's so good this is magical squid game <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the the whole like premise of like a, a scarcity of witches is just like that's not how any of this works if there's more magical girls there's more witches everybody wins either yeah. way if we call it that <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah so mommy basically realizes that she's starting to be consumed by her grudges and her blame and all of that kind of thing. And she kind of realizes that it's only a matter of time before she turns into a witch. And um, she basically is like, well, I guess I'm going to die then. And shoots down the ceiling on top of her. On top of Kyoko. On top of Kyoko, sorry. Yeah. Although we know, we know that didn't kill Kyoko. Of course not. Yeah. It doesn't even have, like, the energy of it successfully killing her, like, you could tell. Yeah. That it's going to not work that way. It's a fake out. It's a fake out. Because now Kyoko's got her magic uh, transformy thing again. Mm-hmm. And she she kind of buried that for the last minute, as as you do when you're in a DBZ-style fight. Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, it was just to spoil what happens a little bit towards the end, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some more back and forth in their fighting. It ends up looking like Mommy has the advantage, and then we cut to Madoka, and she's just awake, worrying about her friends. She's kind of almost like praying. Yeah, yeah it's it's weird that the fight is interrupted with this like one and a half page mm-hmm. glimpse of Madoka. Yeah. Being like, and I wish everyone just, was happy. We just go straight back to the fight. I don't quite know what the point of that was. If the only thing I could think of when I saw it is like, is this supposed to be like telegraphing Madoka's like decision about the magical girls when she becomes one? Like, yeah. it's like burying that so. in your mind, reminding you that, oh yeah, she's gonna save everybody or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <sighs> Maybe. I think that's probably it. That's the only thing I can work out from it. To be honest, what I thought of was in Monkey Island. Do you remember those little parts where it's like, meanwhile, deep under Monkey Island? Yes. And then the, it shows you what's See, happening on the pirate ship. I love yeah. I love that you killed everyone. On- yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just love <laughs> that you killed everyone on my ship and, and me too and turned me into a ghost. If and- it wasn't sad, it would feel like a comic like interlude, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of like, uh, like with at one point, mommy has Kyoko strung up in string and stuff. And yeah. it's got like a lot of like Christ visuals and, and shit like that, which, you know, I feel like is a very obvious, you know, given Kyoko's. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause Kyoko, <laughs> Kyoko's explaining to mommy that Homura told her, like, hey, Homura told me this was going to happen, that you were going ballistic and that you were going to kill me. And I didn't believe her because I didn't think you were like that. Mm-hmm. But here we are. 
looks like you're about to kill me. <laughs> just like, dude, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And she's all like, okay, fine. So shoot me then. Just just go ahead and shoot me if it'll make you happy, yeah, says Kyoko. And she does. And yeah, mommy does. And see a shattered soul gem and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she shoots her. <laughs> and we see her soul gem shatter and everything. Mm-hmm. And her her little barrier with like the diamonds disappears. Mm-hmm. And there's smoke coming off of mommy's muzzle. So yeah, she shot Kyoko and and shattered her soul gem. There you go. So what do you think that actually does, though? What do you think that actually does? What do you mean? Well, in terms of, I mean, stuff that happens later on in this story, we kind of know what that does-ish, but does that mean that she's not a magical girl anymore? Shooting the soul gem, I think, would be tantamount to shooting someone in the heart. Yeah, we so know it's, that it's, it's a yeah. one-hit KO. We know that if you if you shatter, yeah, we know from the anime that if you destroy somebody's soul gem, that it's that you kill them essentially because that's their that's their real body, quote unquote, mm-hmm. according to Kube, is the soul gem. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So you're supposed to be like, oh damn, that really happened that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but like immediately after she kills Kyoko, she tries to leave. And then her magical yeah. girl outfit fades away and she collapses because she's out of magic. Which is the thing that Kyoko does mention during the battle, that Mommy has a habit of overextending her magic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. playing too fast and loose with it. So it makes sense that she flops over at that point and her soul gem is like starting to fizzle out, you know. Yep. And of course, the little white shit rat is waiting for... What? I love Cubey. I hate him so what a much. Great, what a great character. Just, mm, an adorable distillation of fury and he, madness. He shows up to gloat. He yes. shows up because he wants to watch Mommy turn into a witch now. Yep. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you, if this was your plan and it was your best laid plan, wouldn't you show up? Like, from his point of view, this feels rational. I'm sure it does, but that doesn't stop him from being a little shit rat. Absolutely. He's a complete yeah. shit rat. <laughs> um, but he is also very useful useful for Cube explaining the plot when we get confused, which is what yeah. I think he starts to do at that point, mm-hmm. is explain, like, this is why y'all fucked up or whatever. But he's just yeah. like, I'm just here waiting because it's one of my duties, I think he says. So... So then we like get into a flashback. Yeah, mommy's laying there. Mommy's laying there looking at the entrance to Sayaka's labyrinth, and she's like unable to get up. Mm-hmm. And Damn. and she's like, looks like I can't, I can't go kill Sayaka and help her lay to rest after all. And that's like when she has this flashback mm-hmm. while she's mm-hmm. like laying there waiting to turn into a witch. She's just like wallowing in her misery, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This whole, like, twist feel- felt very odd to me. Like, she's having this flashback of, like, you know, Mommy saying she's proud to be friends with Kyoko. and Yeah, she's training with Kyoko. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. training with Kyoko. And then there's this kind of, like, like intimate moment as they, like, win the day where Kyoko says she doesn't see her as a friend. Uh, it's very obvious to the reader that she means that she sees her as something bigger. But mm-hmm. Mommy is so self- absorbed and full of her she's such a lydia soprano that she's like this definitely will mean that she's not friends and doesn't want to be around me and yeah. hates me and blah 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 
So I think that's the worst comparison ever. Mommy and Lydia Soprano. Is this? Well, I don't understand that reference, so explain uh, it to me. That's... Lydia Soprano is um... from the Sopranos. I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, like how yes. Tony is a basket case. He's a basket case because he's raised by this narcissistic, miserable bitch who does nothing but be angry at everything. Well, why don't you just die then, kind of lady? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I don't like. Mommy's not. Yeah, quite I know. Glad That's why that. I said it's She's, the worst it's, comparison. Yeah, it was ever. an unfair comparison. But she is wallowing in her misery, and she is like justifying her choices and stuff by just the worst possible reading of a situation she never lets resolve properly. Mm-hmm. But but Kyoko does start saying, "I don't see you as a friend," and then like gets all flustered and fucking runs off because we knew where that was going. That mm-hmm. shit was getting gay. <laughs> Too gay. Too gay. Uh, what I love about this is that apparently this happened because lesbians couldn't pick up flirting signals, which is like the biggest joke on social mm-hmm. media about lesbians not being able to flirt with each other and understand God, this really is this. With. Yeah, what do they call it? It's <laughs> like is... called the lesbian cheap effect or something. Yeah, this is dumb lesbian yeah. energy on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl asked me out today, do you guys think she likes me? I'm yeah. so confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> one of those things. We, we kissed, but I think it was a practice thing. <laughs> what do you guys think? Like, it very much that. My best friend proposed to me today. Do you guys think she might like me or something? I'm, literally, I'm so confused. Literally our, our plot arc, too. <laughs> or the, like, the, do, have you ever seen this on um, our relationships or anything like that? There's always the one that's like, I live with my, my best friend. She's the best friend I've ever had in my life, and I love her more than anything else in, in the world and all of that. And I got a boyfriend now, and she's really mad at me, and I don't understand why. And Please she's help. really mad, and I, I don't I don't know what to do, because she's more important than any boy ever could be, but I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> this is literally, yeah, that's literally Mommy and Kyoko with, with Sadaka yeah. in the background being, like, the third mm-hmm. that they don't realize could just be a throuple. Like, they have, each of them has two hands, yeah. so you could have just... Yeah, it's like, Mommy, Kyoko's like, uh, you always call us friends, but, um... Kyoko's trying to be like, um, actually, I kind of see you not as a friend. You're like, um, more than a friend to me or something. And mommy's like, huh? What does that mean? And Kyoko's like, oh, uh, nothing. Bye. And she like runs away. And mommy's solution to not knowing what this means is, oh, she must mean we're not friends at all. And therefore, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I need to be more, I need to be more butch and awesome social She'll stay with me, but if I'm the ideal magical yeah. girl, said Tenjo Utena in this time in this I, universe, I, this like, must mean I mess. can't show. Yeah, this must mean I can't be weak in any way, and I have to be yep. perfect. Yeah, no, mommy. I'm <laughs> glad you asked somebody about that, mommy, instead of God just coming to your own toxic conclusions. <laughs> Jesus I have no experience Christ. with this, so I have no idea what she's <laughs> doing. I don't. I don't relate at all. So yeah, this that twist is like Very is that what you meant? Is that what you meant? Like that twist is weird. It's is that it's, what you're talking about? It's kind of weird, but it's also cute. Yeah, I don't know. It just it felt very like oh my god, they're. Because up to this point, to be honest, I had a very hard time following what the fuck was going on with these characters because like I'm I'm dumb or whatever. And then it came to this, and it's like oh, they're both just gay idiots. Like they're just <laughs> dumb. Like, yeah. It- they're idiots. It's cute. Yeah, in, in this, like, 
I, I don't like I don't remember. Do you mean like the whole the whole three volumes or do you just mean like this volume? This last volume because the, okay, the, yeah, the yeah, battle yeah, yeah. got very confusing because they did a whole bunch of like twists of like, yeah. surprise, I had the upper hand. Surprise, I had the upper hand until it's kind of hard to see who the fuck was actually do trying to win or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's the point is that really neither of them wants to win or lose. They just want to be gay together and, and get over this shit, but neither of them can do that. Because as demonstrated here, we, we can't we can't communicate. They cannot <laughs> at all. They're so bad at communicating. No communicating. So they I do are think it's like cute how that turns out. <laughs> but you know, from that flashback and all that on, like mommy doesn't get any positive like processing out of that. She just gets worse and you start seeing her turn into a witch or whatever. Yeah. Young a younger mommy shows up. So this is Mm-hmm. This is witch mommy, yeah. by the way. Yeah, that this... did not seem obvious to me for a while. Yeah. I mean, it took me a moment. She is she is going off on, like, the whole, Fantasy. all you have to do is build your ideal world. Your new ideal oh, friends yes, part, will yes. never betray you. Nobody will say that you're not friends, like Sakura-san said. Nobody will just vanish you on you like Miki-san did. You'll have tea parties that will make you forget the time completely. And then mommy's like, yes, if I just become a witch, everyone will always be with me. She's definitely not seen Rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. So that's witch mommy. Yeah, Yeah, it's witch mommy. Yep. Yeah. She's talking to herself. She's on the verge of becoming a witch. But what happens? But what happens? Kyoko shows up and is fine. Apparently. Kyoko's alive. The fuck? Kyoko's alive. Yeah. She's not dead at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Incredible. What a queen. And it turns out that's because... The she had her, and that's like the thing that I was like, oops, I kind of mentioned this too early. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, Kyoko has because up to this point, Kyoko's lost her mimicry ability and all of that, and she's just been using these other skills that she's developed. Yeah, she used to have that phantasma, yes, whatever power, and this yeah. was her using the phantasma power to be a version of her that mommy could shoot and kill. But she hadn't mentioned it up to this point, so presumably this is a good trick because Mommy is looking for that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, plot twist, she totally like, psych, I've been alive this whole time, you killed the fake me, but holy shit, you you would have killed me. The fuck? Mm-hmm. And yeah. That, yeah. that is that for chapter 10. And that's for the next chapter. Which yeah. So that was also a quick chapter, actually. Yeah, we're like very close to being done. This this volume is short. We're more than halfway through the volume. Yeah. yeah. We're doing we're doing quite well. And chapter 11 um I feel like that's kind of one of the like the heavy like the heavier one as far as trying to keep track of what's going on. But that's where we we open now with Kyoko kind of announcing that her earlier death was a trick. She regained her fascination magic and she does express a little surprise that Mommy was totally down to murk her ex-bestie. Yeah. You know, Mommy tells Kyoko she wanted to be her friend. That's all she wanted. And she regrets not telling her because they could have just not done any of this. And unlike with Sayako, who did not want to hear, I just wanted to be your friend instead of I wanted to be cool. This is actually what Kyoko did want to hear is I just want to be your friend instead Mm -hmm. of having to be super cool. Yeah. You know, a little maybe a little processing happened. A little processing maybe happened. It's a start. But she also reveals that she knew Kyoko's death was a trick and that it was only an illusion because Kyoko's old ones were better. So actually, maybe maybe she wasn't down to Merker. 
because maybe yeah. she did know. Yeah, so we don't really know, but... We don't really know. At yeah. this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Mommy would convince herself within seconds that she knew that to save... To save face. face. Her yeah. own personal sense of face. So at Definitely this point, possible. I'm not sure who, who thinks they won here and who didn't. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced Mommy really knew. I think she just is absolutely going to refuse to process the idea that she could have killed her best friend the moment that option is off the table. It's the same energy with which, like, she pretty much always kills herself and everyone as soon as she finds out about the witches. Mm -hmm. Like, a certain escalation of terror and mommy's just gonna cut the cord and be out. Mm -hmm. So, it wouldn't surprise me if she totally did think she shot Kyoko, but figured out a couple seconds later she didn't and rolled with it. Yeah, also, it's very cute that... It is uh, Kyoko is very cute when she realizes that she yeah. did not, in fact, pull one over Mommy's eyes. She's like so, flushed and pissed, like yeah. So like, yeah, maybe maybe it doesn't even matter to Kyoko. Perhaps no. if if yeah, <laughs> but Ma- they seem to kind of make up here because Mommy tells her that it's okay for us to go ahead and be friends, or for you to let yourself have have friends because they can help you make up for your weaknesses and, like, cover for you, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's kind of ironic coming from Mommy, who took on yeah. that senpai role so adamantly because she didn't want to admit that she also had weaknesses that were being compensated for. Mm-hmm. And Kyoko's, like, the same way. So, of course, they can't have that meeting of minds where, ooh, our, our weaknesses, you know, are, comp- are compensated for because both of them want to pretend they have no weaknesses. <laughs> So yeah. I could, you know, and then they were both tops, I guess, <laughs> is the problem with this relationship. Yeah. And then so. mommy's like, okay, well, now that we're done apologizing to each other, do me a favor and kill me and then go kill Sayaka. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I, I, I really like the line that they use there. This concludes our regret party. Yeah, I, like I actually really liked that. That sounds like something you should do over tea. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's a good self-aware moment mm-hmm. that they've just been jerking off with their self-regret mm-hmm. for like an entire violent battle of of dwindling resources. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, hmm. Oh, oops. Anyway, <laughs> we should do another thing. Yeah. Yep. Ah, so mommy begs Kyoko to finish her off and then finish off Sayaka. Kyoko tries to shoulder the blame and struggles to go through with it. Because, you know. Because, you know, that's... And then that's we flashback for Kyoko. We had a little flashback with Mommy. And then we flashback to Kyoko, uh, to when she told her dad she was a magical girl. And uh, dad had a totally rational and okay response of starting to abuse her mother. Um, that's normal. Th- yeah, that's good and normal. That's, like, the kind of thing that's so good and normal, it required no further elaboration in the story. We just, like, yeah, yeah, that, that fucking tracks. Fuck. And she, at that and point, she, yeah. Yeah. She tells mommy that, like, she would have, like, fallen to despair and turned into a witch when that started happening if it hadn't been for mommy. Like, yeah. Like, mommy being there for her. Uh, which I can believe. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Broken ass abusive home. Mommy yeah. was, like, the bright light for her. So, yeah. And that does also, like, introduce or, or reiterate the idea that, you know, while the you know, falling into grief is sort of seen as an, an inevitability. That is not something that is just a, a set time frame that's going to happen. You have to choose to start to despair. So it kind of plays with the idea of like, could this be something that's self-sustaining? You know, if you happened to be able to kill all of the witches 
and none of them developed and it was just you as a magical girl left did you win i don't know it but it is it does it does track that the supportive friend helps somebody through an abusive home situation and then there's like magic on top it's just sort of I would say that as long as Kube is around to create more magical girls, you can't win. We need to destroy Kube. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's my wish for the new movie. Kube yeah. is destroyed. Destroy Kube. It might happen. That would be But cool. here, Kube gets to just be in the background doing whatever he wants. And Kyoko just, you know, discloses that it had been for Mommy. She would have fallen into despair shortly after because of the father's death, regardless yeah. of whether mommy lived up to the senpai role or not. It was really more about a friendship thing. And then, you know, Kyoko pulls that, like, badass, like, I'm so cool thing and uses a grief seed that we hadn't discussed prior on mommy's soul gem and says it's the real reason she came was she wanted to make mommy happy again, even if she sucked balls at it and was a total asshole about it. And that kind of tracks. Like, she felt like she had to kind of, like, bury her good intentions around a shell of, like, Mm-hmm. spiky badass with like frayed jean shorts kind of thing so yeah. <laughs> you know this is dumb lesbian energy mm-hmm. again yeah it's dumb gay energy yeah turns to leave and mommy asks her to promise to never leave again kyoko gives her her hair ribbon and the prayer key thing i don't remember yeah. the, prayer key thing. the little the pe- like the pendant that's not oh, on a necklace yes, yes. Like yes, the, the the prayer. What is that thing anyway? I, the, I don't the know. Knot what that across, is. The knot across. The knot across. Yeah, yeah. It's a knot across. Gives it to to mommy. Is that whole like here? Borrow this because I have to come back for it, and that makes it real, and we'll definitely right. do fine. Kyoko walks away, kind of does the cool wave thing, and she dispels magic cast on her soul gem, showing that it's tainted. So like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> this part was like kind of weird. Yeah, this was kind of where it took me like a few scans to actually suss out mm-hmm, what, what had exactly happened. was going on. But she'd been she'd been glamoring her own soul gem as well, mm-hmm. so it looked healthy and stuff when mommy was looking at it because mommy would have made a whole different course of decisions if she thought Kyoko was about to die too. Mm-hmm. So she pretends she's fine, uses the grief seed that she's got on mommy, and. uh you know, basically just kind of goes off to her death because she's already got a dis- uh, a tainted soul gem and she goes to fight Octavia. <sighs> now, see, girls, the, the smart thing to do would have been reveal that your soul gem is tainted, back off for a day or two, go find some weaker witch, kill her, untaint the soul gem, then both of you go after Sayaka and get rid of her. I'm just saying. I mean... There's also the problem of that they don't necessarily yeah. agree up to this point on what to do with Sayaka. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, they they do, but they can't openly say it. Mm-hmm. Like, they both have different ideas of what saving her saying. is going to look like. Uh, there there was a way around this. There was. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but while, uh, so Kyoko's now fighting Octavia, which we all know and love. Best witch. As she's fighting, she imagines a world where Mommy is introducing Kyoko to the other girls. Like, I don't remember, like, if this was supposed to sort of feel like a recap of the beginning of the series, sort of. But she's imagining that this could have gone different, I guess. Yeah. Elsewhere, Mommy wakes up in her bed with Maruka and Homer there. And she's fine. And they brought her home, even though one of them isn't even a magical girl. Because friendships don't necessarily... Uh, anyway, so Mommy wakes up in her apartment. She's got her friends watching over her. 
Homura tells Sayaka, uh, tells her that Sayaka was killed by a witch and Kyoko's whereabouts are unknown. During this, you know, mommy starts to like blurt some, some bullshit about how that doesn't work. Homura telepathically, I, I used to say telepathetically as a child for <laughs> years before yeah. I said this right. <laughs> telepathically tells her she doesn't want Madoka to know about the witch thing. That's why she said Sayaka was killed by a witch uh, rather than became one figured that was probably enough trauma for Madoka today. I guess. Yeah. Just can we just not tell her yeah. about? <laughs> I can, I get that. Like everyone is just tying themselves in knots trying to protect Madoka all the time because she's so cute and pink. Yeah. Well, I guess she's this also one is the fair. only one that isn't packed to the gills with trauma. She's also the only one that hasn't made a contract yet. Yeah. There's all that, but clearly they're protecting her. They lie. Madoka leaves, and then Homer asks mommy for help because now we can just talk. Now they can just talk. Now they can just talk. And that's the end of Ooh. 11. And we're yeah. at the final chapter. Mm-hmm. But first we get this cute little illustration of these two witches here. I do like that illustration. The sister magical girls and their witches. Yeah, that's what if adorable. you had, like, friend witches? Friend witches? That would be us. Yeah. We're already witches. We're just friends. Yeah, just friends. Yes. Just friends. Just friends! Who got married. <laughs> just friends. Okay. <laughs> Our relationships. We've been married for a decade. Are we friends? Please <laughs> <laughs> confirm slash deny. Okay. So yeah. final chapter. Yes. So we're right back into the last scene. We're in mm-hmm. uh, mommy's apartment. Mm-hmm. And Homura tells mommy, like, by the way, I kind of knew all this shit already. I <laughs> knew that she was, that Sayako was going to become a witch I knew, like, your entire backstory, etc. Um, and Homer is like, yeah, I knew all that, but I didn't actually expect you to survive. So, um, <laughs> sorry I haven't talked to you until now, which is fucking yeah. hilarious. It is. Homer, like, never, never change. Like, <laughs> that's just so old. <laughs> but she's here to talk to her about Walpurgis. Yeah, Walpurgis now we gotta do our yeah. business. Which yeah. is why I think this chapter feels disjointed. This is the best time for any... Uh, yeah, like, it does kind of... Yeah. Like, it has been mentioned a few yeah. times through the comic up to now. But, like, it it is a bit of a... It's not the real ending to this comic, you know? Yeah. Like, it feels like, like that, exactly. This is the ending because that's how every Homura cycle ends, is having to deal with Walpurgis Noct. But that's mm-hmm. not really what this story is about. It's about Mommy and Kyoko. And yep. that's kind of been taken care of already at yep. this point. Like, they don't see each other again. Yeah. That's why I feel like this, this, this book, on. this whole book feels <laughs> a little disjointed. Because yeah. it had a story to tell, and then it realized that, oh, wait. There's another story. There's the other story that, that everyone is familiar to... with, and we have to yeah. kind of. To be honest, I think it would have been fine to not do this part at all. No, and yeah. To just cut it off and just be like, yeah. that was the end of this story. Yeah. It was a different I'll, story. Let's let's get through this, and then I agree with you completely. Let's just get Kay. through this, and then I'll tell. I'll I'll let's get back to that. Let's put a pin in that yes. because I can yeah, totally envision a better way for this to end. Big same. Yeah, but I don't envy the attempt needing to be made. So yeah, yeah. Basically, Homer is like, listen, I'm here to talk about Walpurgis Knock. She's like, yep, I understand. She says, I was teaming up with. Kyoko to deal with that. Now that you happen to be alive right now, I would like you to come and join us, but I don't know 
where Kyoko is. And she's like, well, it's okay because me and Kyoko actually talked about having to take down Walpurgis Knock too. Mm-hmm. So we've actually also promised this in the past. So they're kind of on the same page when it comes to Walpurgis Knock already anyway. Yeah, it's a very speedy like cover up of like, okay, yeah. now we all have the same goal. Yeah. Where's Kyoko at? <laughs> yeah. And Homura, like, asks Mommy if it's possible Kyoko's soul gem was not actually cleansed. She does the whole, like, grief seed math and realizes that after this huge fucking battle, there's not enough. Yeah, this is where I was confused. Because when I was trying to think about what happened in this and now... So I'm looking at the comic as I'm talking Mm -hmm. and then I'm looking at my notes. And when I was thinking back, like, who was it? that was tricked into thinking their soul gem was or wasn't purified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, I, I got confused. Like, we mentioned it earlier when we got mm-hmm. to that part in the last chapter. But, like, Homura is asking, are you sure that your soul gem got purified? Because it sounds like there wasn't enough soul gems for both of you after your battle. Because yeah. both of you went all out, and you probably both had no magic left. And I don't think you had enough grief seeds for Kyoko. I don't think Kyoko had enough grief seeds to purify her own soul gem and then purify your soul gem. So whose did she lie about, basically? Yes. So, and Mommy's like, no, mine's mine's purified. I saw that it got purified. And, and Homer's like, are you sure that it wasn't an illusion or something? And she's like, what? What? That doesn't make any sense. What was the grief seed then? Yeah, she literally just looks like, like, like she hit a wall like... Bleh. Which, fair, yeah, because I felt that way at this point. Yeah, so basically what is being posited here is that Kyoko took out Miki, I think. And mm-hmm. and I think that, or not Miki, Sayaka. And I think Mommy, for some reason, is like, no, that never would have happened. No. Yeah, she says there's no way she would do something that cruel. And Homer's just like, I wonder. Yeah. yeah. But I don't understand what Mommy thinks she was going to do or kyoko was going to do other than that yeah maybe she thought that kyoko was following my suggestion and backing off for a couple of days to pick off a a smaller witch that or oh you know what that it's already in the manga mommy is given the idea that kyoko stockpiles grief seeds Mm mm-hmm so yeah. she might think, oh, well, Kyoko probably has an extra one lying around somewhere, you know, somewhere so mm-hmm. she would have them to spare. And Kyoko knows that, so Kyoko probably felt like she'd be able to sell this pretty easily, and she did. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, here's a grief seed. Uh, I'll just go get, you know, some more. Yeah, Oops. I'll just go get another from my, you know, magic pocket dimension yeah. where I keep my soul gem or grief seeds. Yeah. Which yeah, she and never this had is, in the first place. But This is where I'm confused. So, because Kyube appears, and this is very mm. anticlimactic. Like, I don't like this ending. No. <laughs> Kyube appears and he's like, uh, yeah, guess what? They're both dead. Kyo- uh, Sayaka is dead, by the way. Uh, her witch was defeated. And also Kyoko's dead. She just yep. died off. She died off screen. Yep, off screen. Yep, she's dead. She's dead, by the way. And then we get a flashback, and we see that Kyoko is using Sayaka's grief seed. It has Sayaka's moon symbol. Yep. She's using the Sayaka grief seed to purify Mommy's soul gem. Grim. Mm-hmm. 
and it looks like it's this happened when mommy was passed out on the ground mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i guess she did this before waking up mommy mm-hmm. so she must have already gone and fought sayaka and killed her and killed the witch got mm-hmm. the grief seed and then went and found mommy yeah. So what we so what we didn't know as the audience earlier was that when mommy was having her little flashback, she was like actually knocked out for a significant length of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. long enough for Kyoko. Yeah, and then when Kyoko came and woke her up, she had actually been out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what this feels like? This feels like because in the mon- in this manga, the real emotional arc is Kyoko and Mami instead of Kyoko and Sayaka. This feels like a really kind of awkward attempt to, I don't know, like write Sayaka out. Like that arc literally happens off screen where in the show that's like the big mm-hmm. climax is Kyoko fighting Octavia. But that can't be here because that's not where they want the emotional energy. So it just sort of happens off screen but kyoko beats her they're more like which, romantic rivals in this manga. yeah exactly yeah. which also makes sense because if you do it in a flashback off screen and that emotional weight isn't there then yeah kyoko probably could kill her to yeah. be honest if she wasn't deliberately trying to get murked mm-hmm. yeah so hold on i'm i gotta flip back because when she was supposedly tricking her with healing a soul gem earlier what was that because now i'm confused about what that was about i'm not sure either because i feel like why why was she passed out that time like so she was pat so her soul gem was already cleansed when she tricked her into thinking that she cleansed it again yeah like eh? why would that be necessary if I were Kyoko dealing with mommy, I would do something like that, even if I was going to do the same thing once she woke up, just to skip the fucking conversation. I mean, that's big fair. <laughs> like, wouldn't mommy have been able to feel that her soul gem was completely yeah. okay? That, I think, is a conceit of the narrative that we just have to roll with. Because it does feel like, why would that trick work? Because, yeah, it does feel like they should, like, and they do kind of demonstrate being able to sense when their shit's drained. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like, okay, why does that work? Why does that not work? That I'm not so sure about. I just, I, f- I felt like at the end of the salient point was that Kyoko chose to heal Mommy, mm-hmm. presumably with Sayaka's grief seed, rather than heal herself. And then she just walks off into the sunset and fights some rando writ- witch and dies. Yeah. Which is much less awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the page. I have the page open where Kyoko gives mommy her hair ribbon and the knot cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on the opposite page, Kyoko walks away and she has another grief seed in her hand. So maybe she's trying to make it look like she still has more grief seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then in the panel below that, mommy is like maybe falling back asleep. Mm hmm. And then the soul gem in her hand turns back into a tainted of her mm-hmm. soul gem, but that makes no sense. Okay, so would it be? I'm in that so ca- confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. About so what's going in on that here. case, so in that case, could it be that Kyoko um, illusions her uh, mommy's grief seed into being soul okay, gem. soul gem, into being okay before she wakes up to look at it? So she thinks she can get healed, but. 
really, Kyoko's got, like, even the grief seed they have isn't enough to heal either of them past their death. So understanding that, maybe she just kind of wants Mommy to have a safe exit, a comfortable death, so to speak, where she's just going to... No, I don't think so. Yeah. Like... But they they find her and take her back to her apartment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't die. So... Yeah. So it looks like it looks like what happened is she illusioned Mommy's soul gem to look normal, made the promise with Mommy, let the illusion dissipate, and then used the grief seed from Sayaka on it. Yeah, I'm not sure why that extra step was there. Yeah. Unless like you like you kinda mentioned that it could have taken a really long time for her to be out. It could have been that Kyoko went, killed Octavia, and then came back. Yeah. That could be. That feels like a lot of steps to try to include in like four pages of manga. Mm -hmm. But that must be what happened. Yeah, it's the only thing that makes that sense. That she came there. back. Yeah. I feel like that's stretching the ability to tell story in this medium quickly. Yeah. Because <laughs> it feels hard to follow. But it but... is the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. If she, especially if, because I was looking at that grief seed that Kyoko had in her hand and it doesn't look like it's. Sayaka's seed. Oh, because you know what? If she magics, if she magics uh, mommy into thinking her soul gem has been cleaned a bit, mm -hmm. she knows that, that mommy, mommy will pass out quietly. Won't give in to despair. Yeah, she won't give in to despair, but she'll pass out quietly. Yeah. So she's like buying time to go kill Sayaka yeah. and come back. Yeah. That you okay? I think that's that must be what happened. See, that I doesn't look like. Right. Yeah. That doesn't look like Sayaka's soul gem, the no. one that she's holding there. So no. she must have used that soul gem to cleanse her own so that she could survive Octavia, beat Octavia, and then used that soul gem to cleanse Mommy's while Mommy was passed out. Yeah, that makes sense. Basically, like, that's that's Kyoko being, like, huge self-sacrificial Catholic bullshit. Yeah. Because that requires Kyoko realize from the outset that someone isn't going to survive. Mm -hmm. So she's choosing to be the one that doesn't survive under really the only conditions mommy's going to permit. Because mm -hmm. Kyoko knows she's someone's got to go kill Octavia. Mm -hmm. Mommy doesn't seem like she's going to be able to do it because uh, she doesn't yeah. handle that whole plot arc very well. Yeah. yeah. So Kyoko's kind of like, okay, okay, shh, go to sleep. Everything's shh. fine. I'll be back right away. Yeah. And if she fails, then mommy is going to die without grief. She'll just die because she's that close to death, but she didn't right. despair. She passed out. Or Kyoko will survive, have, you know, given Octavia the death she needed, put her out of her despair, and can go heal mommy. And then she's not going to have enough energy for herself. She goes off into the sunset and dies. Yeah. Big. She's like a cat. Like, like you know, she's just going to like, I'm going to fix everything and then go off screen. So mm -hmm. I guess that sort of makes sense. But even that, like, took three people to, yeah. <laughs> to iron out How long a have reasonable... How trying to figure this out for now? <laughs> Are we just bad at manga? Because, I mean, that's Maybe, also a yeah, possibility. It might just be that we're bad at manga. Just yeah, I don't know. It, it is... I don't think you're bad at manga. I just think it's it's very clumsy. It's a little convoluted. And yeah. like I said, it's requiring that they write Sayaka out real quickly and I think that's why it feels the way it does, is this mm -hmm. is scrambling to pick up loose threads and close them. And the chapters coming up to it knew it had to do that as well. It feels like the end of, of Penny Dreadful. Yeah. 
which yeah, is a weird of. reference for me to be making. But it feels like that. It's like, okay, all of these threads make sense, and all of them do follow from what led up to them, but they're being compressed so suddenly mm-hmm. that it doesn't... It doesn't have time to breathe, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But that feels like what it does, is yeah. like, we've concluded Sayaka's arc that way, gets them out of the picture, and then Kyubei just shows up and is like, nah, they're both fucking dead. Yeah, and <laughs> Kyubei just wants, Kyubei's here to just sow some more misery. So, so much. <laughs> ha- anyway, all that bullshit aside, yeah. Kyubei shows up, he's like, by the way, they're both dead, she died off screen, turns <laughs> out she, so I guess she... Fooled you into thinking that you were Soul Jones cleansed. It wasn't. She went and killed uh, Sayaka, came back, cleansed it while you were out, and then uh, went off to fight some more witches, and that's when she died. She just died to some random witches. Yeah, which is like, oh, fuck you. That's yeah. inglorious. Like, yeah. Galron would not approve. It, yeah. But it's the only way to explain why Sayaka, you know, like why there yeah. was an extra grief seed to... Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was just out of magic while she was fighting other witches and she just died. Yeah. And then Kyubei's like, oh, by the way, it's like none of your fault, really, that Sayaka became a witch because like you were all kind of like no longer doing what you were supposed to be doing because like you all thought that Sayaka was going to be good at witch hunting, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like you were holding off on fighting witches because you wanted to help Sayaka be the one to do it. So you also weren't fighting witches, and then mm-hmm. Kyoko wasn't fighting witches anymore like she normally was, mm-hmm. so she wasn't doing her thing. So you guys were in like this weird stalemate where you, none of you were like doing your normal thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And so like if this had continued with the three of you being around, like being in this weird conundrum that the three of you were in, you guys, all three of you would have turned into witches. So isn't it great that things turned out the way they were? They did. Dude. Only one of, only one of you had to turn into a witch. Isn't that great? Dude. It's like, th- <laughs> you remember like how in the series, Kubei says that his people have no emotions? Yeah. Which is what total a dog shit. shit. This is totally <laughs> someone with no emotions explaining why everything went to hell. Yeah. Because like someone with no emotions wouldn't be able to just summarize it as y'all didn't communicate. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, God, and then he's like, God, it really would have helped me out if both of you had turned into <laughs> witches, though. Oh, well. <laughs> I know. It's just like a comically evil Kubey consent. Yeah. Just, I yeah. love it. I love it, though. <laughs> and then Mommy gets so pissed that she points a gun at him. Good girl. <laughs> what a good girl. Yeah. Kill a- that a white good shit moment. rat. Yeah, and Kubey does his bullshit like, I don't know why you're upset. I All I did was <laughs> grant your wish. I don't understand why you're so upset about the lives of a couple people, like his <laughs> usual Cuba thing. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yes. What a terrible thing. Mommy's like, I don't, I think she kind of senses that she's not going to get anything out of him. Yeah. So, so she kind of just gives up on being pissed at him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't understand why I'm still alive when these two people that, you know, she thinks were more deserving of being alive are gone and homer is like okay well if you want to die so bad i'll go ahead and kill you <laughs> you know <laughs> and she takes one of her guns yeah. out <laughs> and mommy for a second is like oh really you will and then Thanks. homer just slaps her <laughs> and you it's so good <laughs> she's like that no is, that is worth it no of course i'm not going to do that you jackass <laughs> and she's like like 
if you're if you die now then like what was the point of any of this right like there was no point of all the people that you protected so far like while Perkins knocked is coming it's mm-hmm. gonna kill everybody like you're yeah, not doing better yeah yeah these two people that you killed that you cared about are dead but you kill you saved like umpteen more people than just that over the mm-hmm. course of you being a magical girl so like stop listening to what this what the rat is saying and like snap out of it because no Homer talking sense i feel yeah, like in Homer, this iteration of the story yeah. it's a lot less about falling into despair than it isn't as falling into guilt homer is speaking from her own like need to press on here like the things yeah. that she has learned yeah over the course of all this yeah doesn't work homer is like you said you made a promise to kyoko that you mm-hmm. were gonna th- yeah like you told me that you promised to kyoko that you were gonna fight walter or not so i'm calling that. in your marker bitch right yeah, now like mm-hmm. like if you're serious about that then you can't be like oh i wish i was dead now like you mm-hmm. have to keep going and you have to come with me and fight her she says everything short of telling her that like wanting to die at this point is selfish yeah like that's I what mean, she's implying a little which, bit yeah but she's also very bad at communicating so <laughs> yeah she doesn't, she doesn't go that route but that's clearly what she thinks what's really interesting is that homer actually tells mommy the story of mommy trying to kill everyone after she finds out yeah about the witch thing without telling her that that's what it is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i like that she's like hey this one time somebody saved me in like a really weird situation where i was in like a group of friends and like something really bad happened and a friend of mine like like almost killed me and one of another one of my friends stepped in and had to sacrifice that like that former comrade of hers and it was really hard for her and and it was like a really took a really hard toll on her but it was a sacrifice that she made in order to save my life mm-hmm. and like in the end she ended up dying in the end but like she made me promise that i had to keep going on and mm-hmm. that and like now i do that because if i don't then what was the point of her like going through everything that she went through and having to kill her friend in order to save me like I, I wasted. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm throwing all of that in the trash, and like putting all of her misery to waste. If I just give up, like she's giving, and she's totally right. Yeah, she's but totally the, giving her her own irony, plot, plotter. The <laughs> irony of this is that the villain she's talking about is mommy. Is mommy? <laughs> I like. I do like that. I feel yeah. like after like so many iterations, Homer would develop a very dark sense of humor about this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah i mean it does it it does hit and it it does feel like they come to like kind of an understanding and they're like yeah Yeah. we're gonna gonna do this then yeah Mm. and i i actually do as messy as this last volume is i do really like this because in the anime and in rebellion like homer and mommy are not friends like they're they're not close they're actually pretty antagonistic towards each other Mm -hmm. and they have very opposite experiences with being a magical girl and like with Q. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, they're, totally. They're probably out of all the girls, they are the most not friends. Like out of all the pairings that you can make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. That's definitely the most strange shit. Yeah. So like this is them actually kind of 
sort of like i don't want to say reconciling but like a little bit coming to an understanding or at least homura kind of Mm -hmm. almost like making a connection with her Mm -hmm. if that makes sense well, I mean, she might as well if she's going to deal with her in this iteration instead of mommy getting, like, murked right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess there's that. So I did appre- I did like that yeah. element of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like it because it shows how just different their approaches are and just they just bang against each other until they sort of make a piece. Which is, yeah. you know, at, at, kind, at some communication. A little bit. But they, they I kind of leave it like, sh- we'll get up and talk tomorrow, but they agree not to tell Madoka any of this. Let's all keep, that's the thing they agree on, is, is Mommy and Homer a handshake, don't tell Madoka anything. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing they agree on, which is the thing that neither of them should be thinking. But, sure. Uh, Mommy tells Kubei to leave, and Kubei is like, oh, okay, I'll leave, but you've got another friend coming, and it's Madoka coming Madoka is outside the door. (laughs) Yep. And kind of like, what would happen if she'd just been, like, earring this whole time, and like, oops. (laughs) That actually probably would have made this whole chapter go a lot quicker and it work as well. Monica is too good a girl to do that. It's, it's sad, but it's true. It's sad. That is sad. That's unfortunate because that could have saved a lot of time. <laughs> but yeah. So let's see where are we at. So the final like reveal-ish mm-hmm. here before we get to like the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Is that so? Madoka's been standing outside the door this whole time. Mm-hmm. She didn't leave. She's actually been waiting to come back in because she wants to talk to mommy about something. Mm-hmm. So, mommy pours her a cup of tea and she's like, I need to talk to you. I have a secret. The first time I read this, I was like, oh my God, she's been a magical girl this whole time. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That, that's where that I thought this been, was going. Like 10D chess from Madoka. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I was a little sad. That's not what happened. It's still pretty satisfying. That would have been great. I, yeah. I, I kind of, Seriously. I kind of want to see that happen in a in a, in yeah, one it, of the timelines now. Like totally, like she, in iteration she's where she's secretly like that ma- whole time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what actually mm-hmm. happened was apparently Madoka became friends with Kyoko in secret early on in this story. Of course, and was like talking to Kyoko about what was going on this whole time throughout the story and they weren't telling the others that they were buddies which is kind of sweet yeah like basically if you remember when homer and kyoko saved i think her mommy and sayaka from her witch that one time yeah and then they started talking after yeah she went up to kyoko and was like introduced herself said thank you and uh they started chit-chatting and Kyoko asked her, why are, like, why are you following them around if you are not becoming a magical girl? And Madoka tells her her, her whole thing about how, you know, I've been friends with Saika for a long time and Saika's always been like this more sporty girl and I've always just kind of felt useless and I don't really know, like, well, I'm not good at anything. I, I want to be useful, but I really don't have anything to contribute. Um, and then we went, we met Mommy and magical girls are so awesome and i i thought i could finally be useful but then sayaka ended up becoming a magical girl first and it turned out that like i guess before she even had a chance to to do it kind of like what happened in the anime Mm -hmm. like what ended up happening was that her friend sayaka ended up like drifting away from her like she's explaining all this to kyoko Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like she was hanging around them 
because she was She's sad third wheel that in it even harder. Yeah, she was sad that Sayaka like wasn't really hanging out with her anymore. So she third willed hard. Yeah. Mm, yep. And like she was also like observing everything going on, so she was kind of like also not wanting to be a magical girl anymore or like feeling conflicted about it, but mm-hmm. also still wanting to be useful and wanting to hang out with Sayaka, like all of that stuff basically. Mm-hmm. And uh Kyoko at the end of all this, Kyoko does her offering of food with cigarette looking yeah yeah Mm -hmm. which means that she she likes someone if she offers someone food it means she likes them and then Mm -hmm. she she tells madoka about how well me and mommy used to be partners and then we had a big fight and we're not partners anymore and now i see her with a new girlfriend and i'm very (laughs) sad because i still like i still like my ex and so (laughs) i know how i know how you feel because you know, feeling like you got left in the dust by, you know, the new person. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of, basically, they they became friends, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they started talking. So they started meeting up in secret. But, like, not telling each other's respective yeah. sides. Because yeah. they know that everyone's fighting. So they're not, they, they weren't telling everybody that they were talking and being friends with each other. They're the Romeo and Juliet yeah from the opposing families going on yeah meeting in secret very cute i I think it's just a way to get madoka into the story and also to give kyoko like a chance to explain her point of view outside of the framework of the story up to this point it does still feel a bit tacked on but it's also like very typical of madoka to have done so it's like yeah fair idiots yeah so we see a few more like little glimpses of flashbacks of like all the times that they talked. And during one of them it looks like Madoka actually asks Kyoko to like make up with Mommy and and be her partner again. <laughs> but Kyoko, you know, takes it the wrong way and like just tells her none of your business, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Uh you know, you should really go back home with your family and be safe. And uh we see in one panel that Homura is listening actually, to this. Homer actually does know that they're friends. Like, she's in the <sighs> background listening. And then we're back to the present. And Madoka says, you know, I'm sorry that I didn't tell you about this. And I was the one wanting everybody to be friends with each other. And I wasn't oh able to... to Dumb, dumb babby Madoka has been yeah. watching this whole fucking hot mess thinking, I have to save everybody. Because it is absolutely dumb babby Madoka's job to, like, Man, <laughs> fix this all. I'm so it's sorry so that I couldn't fix the situation for you, Mommy. Yes. I have to apologize. The least powerful person yeah. in the room must now apologize for not fixing everything. Yeah. And then she announces that I'm going to become a magical girl <laughs> to fix Because this. she has to in every version. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's her turn to protect everyone and, you know... Mommy disagrees and tells her that making a wish for someone else is always a bad idea because she feels like she learned that from Kyoko because Kyoko seems to thought she was right about that or whatever. It's very strange. Madoka says she's not just doing it for Sayaka, but also so Mommy can go back to being a regular girl. So that's like where the wish diverges from how she does it in the anime. Mm. That's the impression I got is that this is like... She's not going, she's not changing the fate of the witches. She's just trying to, like, make it so Mommy was never a witch, or never a magical girl. Is that all she does? I don't know. I mean, we I find, we see so. later, we we get, I think we see later, I don't know if it's the exact wording of what she wished for, but mm-hmm. 
I, that's not what I think she wishes for from what I we see later. Yeah. It's, it's we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. But ba- basically she says, I already, like, it's kind of like the anime where she's like, I already understand that being a magical girl is not great. I understand yeah. that it's dangerous, that it's hard, that I'm going to suffer a lot. I, I already know that and I still want to do it anyway. So it's kind of like the anime in that yeah. sense. But, you know, I want to do it anyway because I want to help Sayaka and I want to help you and uh it's okay i get it i'm i know i'm certain i i have made up my mind so don't worry i'm going to be a magical girl you don't have to do anything and you don't have to fight anymore i'm going to go do it for you and mommy's just like starts crying <laughs> yeah it's it would be very heartfelt if kube wasn't like watching from the background like creep yeah mommy just starts crying and admits like you're right i don't want to fight anymore I don't want to do this. It takes her a few, like, efforts to say it, too. Like, yeah. like that's hard to get out. She seems re- honestly very relieved that yeah. Mom was doing this. Yeah. You know what? Fair. <laughs> Cue baby lurking. Yep. This whole time, Mommy's been struggling with the selfishness of wanting a thing and feeling like she doesn't deserve it. Yeah. So I'll call this a growth moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just, I want this whether I deserve it or not. And I'll, I'll we'll call that growth. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Lurkin Cubay's like, that's fine. Madoka can handle this all herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we flash forward. We see that Sayaka's back. Madoka's a magical girl. And Homer is there. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she has made a wish. Her wish appears to have been to bring Sayaka back to life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I gathered from that anyway. Yes. Homer is thinking to herself, me and mommy can't be friends or could never have been friends mm-hmm. because mommy's the person who inspired Madoka to be a magical girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we can't be friends. Yeah, I, I guess fair. <laughs> That's a good grudge. Yeah. And then Homura, through her narration, informs us, the reader, that mommy Tomoe left her last request and destroyed her soul gem herself. So after Madoka made her wish to bring Sayaka back to life. It looks like Mommy committed suicide, basically, by destroying her soul gem. Oofa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Weird. So, Homura's telling herself she couldn't be friends with Mommy, but the artwork make it look, makes it look like she's actually a little bit unhappy about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, Homura and Sayaka and... Mommy, jump off to go after Walpurgis Knock. Sayaka's like, you're not allowed to be sad, Homura, because you're the veteran. And, uh, you <laughs> Damn. Know. Yeah. And I gotta fight, too, because I gotta make the most of Madoka's wish to bring me back to life. So, you know, they all go off to fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Homura, this is what I was talking about earlier, where Homura thinks to herself, let's, all right, let's do this. It doesn't matter how many times I gotta reset anyway, so let's just see what happens. Yeah, Sh- yeah, that that has that has big I don't think it's gonna work this time vibes. Yeah. In a way that I feel like the ending of the series did not have when it was literally just Homer doing it. Like like I she's mean, just got this idea that at the end of the day Homer is only going to win if she does it herself. She uh she prepared some significant artillery. So yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, she like that's I can't still blame, one of the best I can't, sequences in anime. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't blame her for thinking that that was going to work. I mean. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the last few pages are yeah. like heaven, I guess. Or a yeah. dream. Something weird. 
It, yeah. it looks, it's like Mommy and Kyoko having a tea party. And uh, Mommy's like, the other girls are coming late. They're coming, but they're going to be here late. And she's like, you got to, when Sayaka gets here, you have to be nice and like make up. Or I'm not going to let you have any cake when, when they get here. Denying Kyoko food. Oh, yeah. What a sin. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That's a harsh, harsh and then punishment. She answers the door and there's two silhouettes there. And like the implication is, I think, is that the, this is her parents. Oh, uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. And like in between all the panels, there's all there's this narration about, you know, I'm sorry that I'm not there. I can't help you kill witches. I'm happy that we were be able to be friends. Thanks to you, I wasn't a lonely magical girl anymore because we were friends. Like, like this is definitely like Homer said something about how she left a, a suicide note. I think is what yeah. she was like implying. So maybe that's mm -hmm. what this is. And then yeah, the very, yeah, the very last page we see mommy like I think laying on her couch with the ribbon from Kyoko, the pendant thing that was in her hair, and her soul gem, which is I guess shattered. It, it looks different from how mm -hmm. I would think it would be shattered like that. I don't know. It looks kind of strange. It was drawn weird. But I, I guess it's broken. So, yeah. It looks like she essentially committed suicide. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, weird. A little. Yeah. It's a little It's a little weird. A little grim. It's it's grim and weird. And yeah. Kyoko died off, off screen. My mommy's dead. Yeah. Right after this is the author's note mm -hmm. that I was mentioning earlier. About yeah, would you would you like to talk about that or read that or go ahead? Uh yeah. I just want to read a part of it. Sure. It says when drawing it, I made a decision to not include the same kind of heartbreak that I used when I was drawing the manga adaptation of the main series, but then I realized that I made it a different kind of heartbreak. I apologize for that. It's a world with a zero sum game of hope to despair. So I was hoping that I could show you some new things that might be gained and lost in this story. Like, yeah. I remember we were t what we were talking about was, like, the how different story is different and in some ways a little more hopeful and not quite as dark. But I kind of think that it ends up right about the same as the series. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it started out having the energy of I want to do a happier story. So yeah. I mean, that tracks. Mm -hmm. And then just sort of like realizing you can't. Mm -hmm. Because unless Kubey gets killed, you have to end it the same way basically every time. Yeah. It is a zero-sum game. Unless you take out Kubey. Yeah, that's one of the themes of the show, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, you can't even say that Madoka tricked Kubey. She just kind of gamed the system mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah that's the different story manga yeah <laughs> way to end on a depressing note yeah <laughs> it is i do feel as always when we go through it in detail for the sake of the podcast i get a little bit of a better understanding and appreciation of it Mm -hmm. um, because you have to Absolutely. read it so you have to read it so closely to take notes and talk yeah. about it <laughs> mm -hmm. so now that I've gone over it again I, I, I am less confused and less mm -hmm. uh, but I have to say the first time you read it it feels like a lot of nothing it yeah it yeah it, yeah it really it's does very, it's a lot yeah. of flashbacks it's a lot of fight scenes 
like what happened that whole thing with the illusion with the soul gem and the grief seed is very confusing Um, yeah it really is and it just it doesn't have the really quick paced story that the last volume had Mm -hmm. so i don't know how i feel about it in terms of being the final yeah third book in this you were saying before that you felt like you knew a way to have ended this that was cleaner oh oh goodness what Tell was i gonna about s- that now what was i gonna say oh <laughs> the, the scene of the three girls fighting while pergus knocked mm-hmm. that could have been the last scene honestly yeah it could have been where homer is thinking back on what happened to mommy mm-hmm. that could have been a better way to if they wanted a framing device to tell us how this was going to end, mm-hmm. that could have been a better thing to use. Do you know yeah. if you know what I mean? Yeah. In some way, because that jumps us straight to the end mm-hmm. and tells us like, okay, we all know that this is how the timeline has to end, right? Mm-hmm. Look, mm-hmm. Sayaka's back. How did that happen? Okay, yeah. I'll tell you, right? And then we can have it end on what happens in the story that this is actually about, which is mm-hmm. Mommy and Kyoko. And then you can have the last pages of the story be the ending to that story. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to wrap it up with, okay, now tell us how the timeline ends. Yeah. Which is kind of how this the story feels now. Like yeah. the, this whole ending is about what what happens to with Walpurgis Nacht. When that's really not relevant to the story no. that was being told on the whole. Like, yeah. that's that's important to tell us because that's relevant to what's going on and is series relevant. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. not story relevant you, within you could, this framework. You, yeah, you can fit that in earlier. Yeah. And then have Homer be like, oh, okay, so this is what happened now after... Mm-hmm. This is na- this is what happened now after um you know that could have been the first scene in this book. Yeah, basically mimicking the structure of the series. Yeah, and then yeah. then you would have been like, "Oh, this is how this plays out. Tell me cuz we we just came from this very emotional scene." Mhm. And then then we jump ahead and it's like, "Well, I want to know what happened after that last scene. Tell yeah. me how Sayaka comes back to life. That makes no sense." Yeah, like where the fuck is she coming from? And then it's like, "Oh, now I I got to know." And then you read the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And then it can end on the big reveal that Kyoko actually hadn't yeah, restored her own soul gem or something. You know, do you I know what I'm like, saying? I feel like the end of like yeah. chapter yeah. 10 or so you you could have you had a perfectly adequate clean looking cake at that point. Yeah. And then like someone showed up with all the decorations and they just added them and added them and added them and you kept like, oh well, here's this you gotta cover Walpurgis knocked and oh, um we gotta like make Madoka's presence make sense and We gotta include some more flashbacks so that the audience is is sad enough because this is yeah. Madoka and people need to be sad because that's what they expect for Madoka. Y'all didn't need that. It was yeah. I, I feel like the story ended, you know, be, between Kyoko and Mommy. And even if you had left it unclear who actually won that round, whether it was illusions or not, I'd have been fine with that mm-hmm. <laughs> as a fuck you ending. Yeah. I, you know, but like, it, it is clear that that was the end of the emotional arc. And this was this sort of like cleanup crew situation, which I don't envy. Yeah, it was like an epilogue. It's like, okay, now we got to talk about what happens with Walpurgis Knocked. You know, what? if they'd called this chapter the epilogue instead mm-hmm. of the final episode. Mm hmm. 
it would have worked better because you would have been mentally severing it from the rest the of rest the of it. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of like that little detail could have helped a lot because yeah. you don't read it as an epilogue. You read it as a continuity and it just feels very disjointed. You know, mm-hmm. the investment of the character switches around stuff that doesn't make sense suddenly happens as an epilogue. It's it's fine, though. I And yeah. I'm guessing that's probably what they meant for it to be. Sort of. Well, mm. the title of chapter 12 isn't chapter 12. It's final episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because the chap, so the chapters are, are, the manga calls this chapters episodes. So yeah. chapter nine is episode nine, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, they were taking a page from HBO, you know, where the last episode has to be the one that ties off all the strings. Yeah. I don't think that works yeah. with Madoka, though. No. Because that's not their, st- like, Madoka's style. Yeah, no, I know. To get, like, the clean, loose end, like, ends tied off. And it feel I feel like it, like, ends up raising more questions than it actually answers. But, you know what, that's okay. I, I get that that was a huge challenge. They had to take this whole, like, character interaction, give it a whole arc, but then they still had to end it the same way, and that's an unenviable position. I think it probably would have been better if they'd been, like, the writer had been empowered to just not have to address that ending at all mm-hmm. and it be a smaller story within it. But I think like the smaller story within it kind of came into conflict with this is a different where we're telling the story of a different timeline that happened, mm-hmm. which I think is more the explicit intent by the end. And that's kind of where it feels a little bit bumpy, but it's still kind of like, it's still okay. Yeah. Like, that doesn't yeah. make it not worthwhile. No, it makes it a little bumpy, but that's okay. So was the series. Like, well, I don't, I don't know. Think, okay, those two was, movies were bumpy. The, those, those I think the movies are trash. I think <laughs> the bumpy. series is almost perfect, personally. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't bumpy yeah. in this sense. Yeah, the series wasn't bumpy at all. The series was very densely written. Which also makes this even more challenging. Yeah. Like, oh, we have this perfect piece of work that does exactly what it needs to do and ends the, exactly the way it needs to end. What are we going to stick on top of this perfect thing that needs nothing more added? That's an unenviable position. Like, this is the many saints of Newark. Like, good luck, I guess. Hmm. It won't be bad, but it's probably never going to succeed at what it set out to do because you are comparing it to something mm-hmm. so fucking strong. That's How do you follow Sopranos that up? That's reference, by the way. Yeah, that was very <laughs> a timely reference that me and, like, no one else is going to get. That's okay. <laughs> it's because I'd already mentioned the I know, but yeah, like I I don't envy the position. I think they probably did just as well with it as they could have. And the whole like mommy and Kyoko thing is adorable. Like I think there was a lot of dumb gay vibes and just dumb disaster friendship vibes and and stuff like that. So it was an interesting question, and they had to end it the same way, so it would have the same answer. And that's a bit bummer. I still think it was good. It was certainly better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So good. I thought it was just going to be like a trash cash grab kind of thing yeah and i i personally want and expect madoka stuff to not be cash grabs you know mm-hmm. so yeah so I, I i have high expectations for things in the future that are coming out movie hint hint yeah, yeah. <laughs> do do better i wonder how much of magia record not doing well internationally does this new movie happening? How much of that does ha- has to do with this movie? New, How did Magi Reco do in Japan? 
Uh, Magi Reco does very well in Japan. It's big. It's it's so Magi Reco is a gotcha game. Yeah, originally, and then they made an anime for that it. That did so well, they made an anime. I'm going to guess that you know, like how earlier we were talking about how there's like 50 percent of fans pissed off and 50 percent of fans not pissed off. I feel like Magi Reco is appealing to one set of that 50 percent, and for some dumb reason, they're going to go after the other 50 percent with a new movie. And by I mean, that, I mean that 50% that got a little into Magireco, realized it wasn't going to be as good as, as Madoka and petered out like I did. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. Well, so Magireco, the thing about Magireco is that apparently the game is decent or good. Mm-hmm. And from what I played of it, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. I didn't get very far in the story. Mm-hmm. I'm also not huge into gacha games, yeah. so I, I can't... Yeah, I tried, but... I can't say that it was or wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. The story was okay. I apparently didn't get to the parts that were really super great. Yeah. The anime was not great. The parts that I saw, it was not... It definitely wasn't as good as the story in the mobile game. So yeah. I think the whole reason they translated that they brought over the gacha game was because they knew the anime was coming and they mm-hmm. wanted the anime to do well internationally because so much of anime's profit nowadays is from international streaming rights and international merchandise and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and they can't just launch a gacha anime no. internationally you need a, you need without having the gacha. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's why the, we even got the gacha, right? The thing is, the gacha had been around for like three years or something before the Japan got the anime. Mm-hmm. We got the gacha with the anime. Right. So there's a lot of people who tuned in to watch the anime. Who weren't going to play the gacha. Knowing nothing about the gacha. So when the Magireko anime was not very good mm-hmm. or, and was a lot different from the original Madoka series, mm-hmm. of course it wasn't going to do very well. Yeah, internationally. So I'm wondering if that happening mm-hmm. had anything to do with them going, hmm, for the 10th anniversary, why don't we do something that has more to do with continuing the stuff that we did before Magic Reco? Right. That we think is going to do better internationally. <laughs> so that I mean, we that's, can make that's money. That's kind of ingenious, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you had this whole Magi record <laughs> thing that you got to do, like, a test run on and see whether that was going to catch. Because as far as I, I am aware, this is not commonly done yet. It was an experiment. Well, mm. it, it has done very well in Japan. Magi it record. did very well in Japan. But yeah, they wanted yeah. to extend it to, like, a larger uh, audience. Doesn't quite gel. However, they did that leading into a 10th anniversary where they would have an easy excuse to go run back to the parts of the IP that did work. Mm-hmm. So, Like Gen. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Gen or Fuji. So I can kind of see like in a long-term IP, you know, IP planning, that was actually kind of a, a good way to do it. Because either Magireko was going to be gangbusters popular outside of Japan and you'd get to ride on that coattail into the 10th anniversary... Or, you know, it was going to do good in Japan, bomb outside, but the 10th anniversary was coming. So either way, you were going to have something to offer both ends of that audience. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I, I don't even know if it was intentionally planned that way, but it it, it does. It, work. If it was brilliant, if it didn't mm-hmm. work, 
they went, well, for the 10th, an- 10th anniversary, let's try going back to the drawing board. Because yep. that Magiriko shit sure didn't work internationally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's do this instead, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, what I've seen of the 25th anniversary imagery, it's much more series and rebellion and, and very little Magiriko stuff. But, you know, yeah. also Man- Magiriko, like, just bombarded Japan with merch. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. surprised they're going back to, like, the familiar phases. Yeah, and it's the 10th anniversary of the series, not of yeah. Magiraco. Magiraco. So I would want to see 10th anniversary stuff of the series and not Magiraco. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. It works in a long-term marketing way. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was different story. It was different. Yeah. And it was a story. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought so it did was I. good. Yeah. So I'm glad we finally got it done. I'm sure our yes. listeners are glad to finally hear that <laughs> get completed too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are two wolves. This and us recording like seven episodes on rebellion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's. It's one of them. There's two. Yeah. there's two wolves in this podcast. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening to this episode of. Madoka Magicast. Mm-hmm. You can follow the show on social media at Madoka Magicast. That's going to be on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, etc. SoundCloud, YouTube, or etc. etc. All all of which is Madoka Magicast. If you would like to follow the hosts, you can follow me, Amanda, at Lambda Power, L A M B D A Power. Where can the wonderful listeners find you guys online? If you should want to find us, we yeah. are always at O-H-T-O-R-I dot N-U or at Twitter, we're at O-H-T-O-R-I underscore N-U. We All always right. have something new coming. So, <laughs> Yeah, we always have something new going on. Yes. If you are interested in supporting the show, you can support us at patreon.com slash Madoka Magicast. Thank you. Woo! Woo! Turn in next time. Cupid did nothing wrong. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) I think I felt like we talked extensively about all the things he definitely did do wrong. He might have done a wrong here. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Cubay is made of wrong. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.